0: welcome to my basement everybody hello scott jones how are you my friend if we were in grown-ups too you would be the part of kevin james to my adam sandler how does that make you feel you suck i'm sorry pal Kevin James is a funny, very, very rich, and successful person.
1: I like. Here comes the boom. Have you seen I that haven't movie? I've seen that movie. No. Well, they had the Blu-ray was lying around the office. Here, took it home, popped it in. Has Henry Winkler in it. Oh, I love. Remember him? him? I Remember love him? Henry, the
0: Fonz. Hey. hey, hey, Mrs. Cunningham. Step hey. into my office, which was a bathroom, which is not unlike Vic's basement.
1: Yeah, you right. know, I, I, see, uh, I
0: connected me to the Fonz right there. You, you
1: know, I, I realized today I just used the bathroom down here in the basement, and that was just like in the corner. And there's like the ghost of a million shits in there.
0: <laughs> feel like, free to take one of those home with you. Like
1: we need Luigi's mansion. We need Luigi to come down here and hoover up some of those <laughs> shit ghosts that are flying around in there.
0: Luigi starts off scared. He would be
1: terrified in the basement.
0: <laughs> he, he, he is not man enough. Uh, so there aren't enough magic mushrooms in the world to ke- get Luigi down here to clean up. So
1: it. I just got to say at the outset yeah. today that I, I don't feel well today okay. all right i'm a little under the weather i don't know why you know i wake okay. up in the morning sometimes and it's not like we work normal jobs i can't call in sick we yeah. got shows to do yeah. right so i got to yeah. get up and i got to pull myself together that's right but uh last night we went to see pacific it's like Ring. the army okay. it is like the army around here it's exactly we get like up at 0, 400 hours <laughs> drop and give me 20 more drop. like drop and uh, start eating that popcorn while we watch giant robots battle giant. Monsters. Drop and give me two shows a day. <laughs> no, so we went to see Pacific Rim. We had to go all the way out to Riverport. All I don't right. even know where the fuck we were. Come on,
0: it's Richmond. It's Riverport. a suburb of Vancouver. Uh, neither it's not of us, It's listen, like half an hour away.
1: Neither of us drives. Okay. so we had to get, we had to get someone to drive us and pick us up.
0: And my beautiful <laughs> wife drove us back. Thank That's you. Right. Thank so you, babe.
1: We went all the way out there, and this is this is where this is why I think I don't feel well. Okay. You, we'll get popcorn. Yeah, that's you know. You eat very. Well, I had, healthily I,
0: I had the uh, one of the dudes that works at a comic store actually buy me popcorn last yeah. night, which yeah. was awesome. That was he, like a free gift. Well, he
1: offered for me too, but I yeah. said no.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, I said Who no. Who knows what he
1: put in that popcorn? Oh, I think it was was genuine. It was probably It's because
0: one of his friends threw a straw at me. Landed in your hair. Yeah, and landed in my hair, and they've never been able to stop talking about it. So
1: I know every time we see them, they're like, oh. But I got free popcorn out of it, so I'm good. Yeah, so I ate popcorn last night, which is fine, but there's a company that makes a candy that has peanut butter inside. I don't want to
0: name it. yeah. And Jeez, I got a what bag would that, of that be? What would it be? Well, there's two options. <laughs> so you had popcorn and candy yeah, I didn't and even... you had a cookie at Starbucks before we Shit, shot yesterday. You don't miss a trick, do you? So, listen, that's a lot of sugar and I think you had a big uh, ham sandwich of some kind. So no, you... it
1: was turkey and ham.
0: All right. So you also... had you had quite a bit of junk food in one day. From a coffee shop. And yeah. You no, know, and...
1: turkey is okay. Well, you had quite a bit. You Plus ingested a lot of the, There was lettuce on the sandwich. All right. So I I, I think that you know, I woke up I had the cats in bed with me. I was yep.
0: alone as Diarrhea? You I was
1: alone. Okay. And I woke up and I, I felt like I had... But were the cats naked? I felt like I had a, a like an anvil on my forehead. Yeah, okay. the cats are always naked. I, <laughs> don't put clothes on your cats. <laughs> you don't Put uh, them in little pajamas That, that is terrible. you go to bed with your cats. So I... I, I <laughs> I woke up. I had the two cats with me and an anvil on my forehead. And I looked at the clock, and I'm still in this new place. I only moved about a week ago. Right. And I'm still getting used to the rhythms okay. and the noises. And there's a, a firehouse not too far down the street. So it's That's you going.
0: with a big headache. You got your yeah. cats in their pajamas beside you.
1: And so I, I'm just like, I got to get up in a few hours and go in and make beautiful uh, television which, for a sad world. And which so, is what we did. Which And now we're recording our podcast. Yeah, and I'm just saying, like, I'm not. You know i i like to pride myself on being very sharp on the show. Right. today I'm just you're I'm dull. just usually you're dull. I didn't want to say anything. I'm at like an 11 usually. <laughs> okay. Today I'm at more like a 7. A okay? Seven. So you're just going right. to have to accept my Can seven. I score
0: you at a 7? Seven? 7 out of 10? 7.5
1: at 7. least. 7.5 out of 10. Okay. But listen, tell you What your, would you give you though? I would give me I would probably you give always me go low. A, a 3. You'd give,
0: okay. <laughs> Listen. All right, so we what saw about Pacific Rim? But
1: what about your cat though?
0: Uh, my cat is getting radiation therapy. My cat actually has a thyroid issue, and my cat Clyde, my beautiful cat Clyde is a tough so, little guy. He's so handsome, who we, uh, we he was uh, you know, a stray cat that we took in. We've had him for about eight or nine years already, and he's just a wonderful little addition to our he's, our family. He's and
1: practically still wild. Well, he's
0: he's really calmed down, and and you know since my daughter came into our into our lives, he's had to really put up with a lot of stuff. But now he's getting radiation therapy, and so he's actually been irradiated. They stick something into him to zap the thyroid In his gland, right? and I don't know where it goes. There's
1: not a lot of I, holes but, for on cats. But, he, but we it's have like to keep holes. him in a
0: separate room because he could he could radiate us. And he can't go near uh, Ruby, my daughter, for like two weeks because he's <laughs> he's a radioactive cat, which is unbelievable. I, I love this. It's just I've never even I heard love of any this. of this stuff. I've
1: never heard of this before. I, I didn't I even know it was possible.
0: He has just got to feel like, what the hell did I do?
1: So wait a second. So where are you putting him in your house? Do you have a special part? We have to lock him in the basement. <laughs> Well, that's where your gaming stuff is. Uh, I,
0: I, well, he's going to be in a different room in the basement, I How are we going to
1: do the podcast with Clyde down here with uh, his carrying well, his radiation the, he'll around?
0: He'll be in the bedroom in the back there. Okay. Under the bodies. You're radiating us.
1: <laughs> so t- just tell people at home, what happens when you put Clyde in the back seat of the car? Because he won't go in the car. Oh, carrier. yeah. He,
0: he shits right away. Just shits you, stick everywhere. Him in the, uh, you stick him in the cat carrier <laughs> thing. As soon as the car sound goes... <laughs> <laughs> Cat poo everywhere. everywhere. And, uh, and stinks up the car he, I mean it's his like defense mechanism you know? it it's he it's very skunk like in nature
1: he's like a squid, and, and inking. by the
0: way he he has been an indoor cat for a very long time this, this is this amazing. we should start calling this cat cast, cat but cast. uh he sure. has been an indoor cat for a long time. And um, we've recently started to let him out a little bit. First time we did that, came back completely skunked, totally stunk.
1: <laughs> Second time he came back, he had a little present, didn't he?
0: Uh, yeah, he had a bird one time. But he, but the skunk thing was crazy because he just he smelled like just burnt rubber and tire and just disgust and. Uh, he looked really upset with us and himself, and we had to stick him in the shower. Which he and the loved. way that you get rid of him in the shower, he loved that shit but, everywhere in the but, shower. But you can't just throw water on a cat when they've been skunked. You have to throw <laughs> tomato juice oh. over the cat. It's like a Japanese game show all of a sudden. <laughs> so yeah. He's got tomato juice. <laughs> on. all over him he stinks like a skunk he's completely just bug eyed and just like what the fuck did I do I was just outside (laughs) and now you guys and then he he did it again too he came back and his head's got a little I think he's getting smarter though and not to go near the the white and black looking cat like things because they really fuck him up but uh But now he's radioactive.
1: So if you want to send a get well card, even an e-card, Clyde would be more than happy to accept it. I just uh, hope he doesn't turn into like Hulk cat. That's what I worry, that he's going to somehow become a villain that (sighs) you're going to have to put your cowl back on and (laughs) fight. Because he's he's irradiated. This is his origin story. This (laughs) This is is what happens.
0: he, He had such a docile, like we saved him, you know, and for eight years he was our little baby. And then we, we've, had our, we've had an actual baby, and it's like we've just been punching him in the face yeah. for two years. Back burner. <laughs> I just, I feel so bad for just the shakeup in his life in the last couple it's of funny,
1: years. It's funny, you know, ever he. it's okay. I didn't know it was okay to just shit all over the back of the car. And that's usually where I ride because it's our production vehicle right. that you guys drive them around in. Yeah. I'm going to start shitting all over the No, it's not. Too. No,
0: and the humans can't do that. But anyway, speaking of shitting all over the place, uh, Grown-Ups, grown-ups 2 is yes, in theaters.
1: Yes, we got through it. Was it as bad as you thought it was going yeah, to be? Yeah, well,
0: I thought that we weren't going to review it. And somehow, I guess the straw. <laughs>
1: I gave you every out you I, could possibly I, want because. You were camping. Well that weekend. you know what it was? I wanted early. to
0: see if we could we could do it, if we could survive. Another trip to the Grown Ups world.
1: Well, you know what I think? I think sometimes doing movies like Grown Ups 2, they make for fun reviews because they're fun to talk about. The worst movies are fun to talk yeah, about. remember it's that, tr- that It's true of games, movie? too. Remember
0: that roommate movie? Right, the worst the, movie. They're really hard to watch. They're really hard to just sit there and suffer through, but to talk about them afterwards, is Well, the whole
1: time you're sitting it's cathartic. there, since there's so little movie to it's actually watch, you're Silent just thinking Hill. of things to say. Silent Hill, remember yeah, that? Yeah, I God. remember that. Yeah, I'll Jeez. never forget it. It's like our, our Vietnam. All right,
0: well, Grown Ups 2... Yeah. Is an improvement. You're going to see it's on the show, but uh, the uh, th- those are lazy actors, yeah. right? I mean, seriously, yeah. like they couldn't lazy. be more wealthy and have more success around them and more expectation for them to actually give us something funny.
1: But I feel like that 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 has created a barrier between them and the rest of the world. So the things that fed into their early comedy back yeah. when they were living like human beings—they're yeah. all incredibly rich, right? They're yeah. all incredibly wealthy. You're yeah. right. And now they, they don't Is know Is that what happens like They don't, the, don't know what what's funny are, are they anymore. They're so I disconnected think so. from
0: reality and I keep the world hoping that happens
1: thus we'll become so rich that yeah. we lose well, sight of cuz
0: we know that's what happens with video game reviewers. That's why we signed yeah. on for this you know, We Fortune wanted glory t- t- Tony Stark wealth yeah, I do knew, think we know going to happen.
1: I do think that, like, their sense of what small town life is like, their sense of what friendship is like—it's all through the lens of being a super celebrity because that's what they've all been for so long. Yeah. with the exception of David Spade. <laughs> <I'm like kidding. laughs> He's a nice guy. Uh well, very I mean, talented and, as well.
0: You know, and like we talk about it in the review, but it's just the—it's uh, just the total wank fest where he—he, he, you know, Sandler gets to throw his money around and have his friends show up like he always does in all of his movies. And those are fun, actually. Those are some of the most enjoyable moments is like some weird familiar face pops into the frame in a a really, you know, non-important role. And uh, they do something kind of interesting. Like Colin Quinn actually has some very good funny. Bits. Yeah, I
1: thought he had some nice moments for sure. You and know Shaquille O'Neal was surprising, man. I couldn't believe that he Put was that making guy in me more laugh. movies. Why not? L- give him a shot, you know. But th- this, this is what worries me, though. Okay, yeah. these guys are done. Yeah. Adam Sandler. And who's next? Adam Sandler's done. All these guys are done. Their careers are over. Those they're making the kind of movies that my aunt wants to go see. Yeah. Sorry. Now,
0: the sorry, Scott's aunt. We're not trying to make fun of you. My aunt
1: Barbara. Yeah, she's lovely. Okay. Uh, but. But the movies and the people that I care about now and that I'm worried about next are the Jay Baruchels and the Seth Rogans. because oh, right. this is the new generation, right? These guys are becoming incredibly successful. I don't want them well, to lose Will, sight. Will
0: Ferrell's almost dipping into that territory a little bit, isn't he's he? He's right on the edge. Yeah, he's, he's ready real, to go. Really close. And even uh, Steve uh, Carell, yep. although he's risking and trying to do some other types of... Uh, and I, I think that's the secret, man. I, I think you can't just go for the... Uh, Although, Jim Carrey kind of blew it, didn't he?
1: Oh my God. He
0: really did, like he he's tried to go completely. like serious and it was just too self-important. He's done yeah. some amazing work, like yes. being John Malkovich and uh, uh, what was the… Uh,
1: Ace Ventura. Well, yes. The, that's what-
0: <laughs> no, not Ace Ventura. What was the other one where, he, I forget, I always of like Unbearable Lightness of Being, but that's not what it's called. The, oh, uh,
1: The Eternal Sunshine. Yeah,
0: Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Terrific. That Terrific. Sure. That was terrific. And like he's capable of that, but… I don't know if he is anymore, you know, or if he's been being given the uh, opportunity to do that. I remember when he played. Uh uh, the the moon man, what was it the, the uh, oh the Andy Kaufman movie the Andy Kaufman flick. Yeah. he was good in that too yeah he was good in that too but we are
1: super sharp today well I just can't remember the uh, every uh, the damn moon movie
0: <laughs> every damn movie and character <laughs> this is and like title. password
1: just give me some clues maybe we'll come <laughs> well, up with well between the two
0: of us we, we have one world okay. brain among us yeah and we will get there
1: so grown ups two is behind us we're a little yeah. worried going forward about the next generation of comedians I saw this is the end I think it's terrific it's probably my favorite movie of the year seen so that. far I have not seen that I think to see you'll that love it. Movie. let's go see it together so, we could use a laugh
0: all right and so uh, grown-ups 2 uh, is, is crap and the antidote to being irradiated by grown-ups 2 is, is to take this is the end
1: go to see this is the end and that the will, other will, one that's coming you. up
0: is the Simon Pegg movie too which I'm hearing fantastic the, the end about.
1: of the world I think or the world's end or yes, at the I world's end, the end. It's all ending.
0: Apocalypse comedy. Yes. Number five. That's coming soon. Well, let's talk about the
1: thing that it. everybody wants to hear about. And, and I don't know if we should have any spoilers. Are there any really things that can we can spoil?
0: Well, there, at one point, a robot uh, punches a giant monster in the face. You said you wouldn't tell them. Right, listen, I, I had to reveal that. Yeah. Uh, There's nothing and to really
1: spoil. There, right? You
0: know, that is the problem with the movie, right?
1: Yes, that's it right there. there it is, exactly. like If you
0: boil it all down, you know that the humans... Are going to struggle to try to fight against the special effects, and uh, depending on your uh, d- desire to lose yourself in this escapism, to uh, you know varying levels of success with that. Uh, but the reality is, we know. We're going to see some cool shit. We're going to see two giants fight we each other. We Are going to see cool shit. And uh, the special effects do not disappoint
1: in this movie. They don't. But they become less special the more that they clutter the screen. Well,
0: it could be 90% of the movie as, is
1: special effects.
0: Yeah, it could be just a, basically a VFX reel for some. That's what I kept thinking. It's like, like this a is showcase. an animated movie yeah. with
1: some human cutscenes that come up every now and then.
0: And the more you think about the movie, like I really had a great time at it, and I love that this is in the world and this is the beginning of this new uh, you know universe or maybe this is a one-shot and we never get to see anything more from Pacific Rim. Such but I a like that it's out universe. there in the same way that I like uh, Sky Captain, you know, that that's out in the world. Even though that was a movie that had lots of issues and problems. Who's in that Jude Law? Jude Law and Angelina Jolie. I can't it believe was, I pulled it was out. uh you know that that had its own issues, but I love that there's this desire to introduce new fantasy into the world like this but and Guillermo can do it.
1: Get a script. Make a better movie. He has at his disposal every possible tool that you can imagine. He has money like you wouldn't believe. Well, give the, me a better the movie. The promise
0: of this movie is that it's Cloverfield and Transformers. Well, you know what I kept thinking? And it's not as good as those which is really unfortunate Cloverfield
1: is a good movie Cloverfield Transformers, is great not Tra- so good listen they have, not, I don't want to fight with you about Transformers that. I'm not fighting with you
0: I like the first
1: just, one and you're I like do the to do it quickly one. keep going
0: if I looked at all three of the movies there's a there's a pretty great movie in there you know what I'm saying across you know, all three of them you take the parts out there's a there's a pretty cool one just like a Transformer you, <laughs> you know what? Could transform it into a good I movie I love
1: the premise of this movie. And the the premise is that not one Godzilla comes out of the ocean, yeah. but a whole bunch of them and yes. they just keep coming out yes. of the ocean. And then what? We, get, I mean, we it's it's, it's, great it's amazing. Fiction.
0: It's great fiction. It's it,
1: great fiction. For but, sure. But
0: it the, the humans get buried underneath the effects and the menace of the monsters isn't fully realized based on the PG rating, on its kid-friendliness, you know? Uh, and I think you kind of need that. I think we need to feel that terror, and we don't really ever, because it's so cartoony. It's almost sort of lampooning itself, which is fun, but, uh, Making you Making know,
1: fun of yourself is not a movie.
0: Yeah, and, I, and I, it is a little bit of a parody of itself, isn't it? And a parody of the monster movie genre and the giant robot, robot genre. Um, but it's missing the heart. It's missing, it, it's missing like, Iron Giant-style heart. It's missing... Uh, I mean, Cloverfield had some really terrific humanity about it. Like we were Uh, were terrified. Yeah, because
1: because we never really see anything other than the people. Yes. Here we never see anything other than the monsters and the robots, which sounds awesome on paper, but it's not what you want. No. And that's the thing that disappoints me the most is this is no more and no less than the lowest possible fulfillment of your expectations. It is exactly Uh, that. All I want.
0: Poster. For two hours. That's
1: it. Yeah, yeah, it's a poster that moves yeah. for two hours, yeah. and I kept wanting it to transcend a, even a little bit. Just be a right. little smart. Give right. me, give me something. Let me feel something. I other, had this other thought. than the okay.
0: I, I had this thought. I feel like the Avengers is, has screwed it up. For I think blockbusters. that's.
1: I, I think you're right. I, I th- think they. I don't think it's completely responsible, but it, in I the mean, last I, couple of years, that's the benchmark. Like Iron Man three didn't are. hit it.
0: Man of Steel didn't hit it. Nope. Pacific Rim didn't hit it, and uh, the Avengers this impo- and it makes that movie better. Like every time I go out to the theater now to see one of these bigger these big huge monster yeah. you know huge blockbuster wannabes, these contenders, I want to go back and watch the Avengers again because that was impossible. That like how did they get all of those cool characters on the screen at the same time and and deliver on effects and humanity and personality and fun and and you know, effortlessness and just snappy dialogue and amazing editing, and beautiful production values and you know, some menace and some concern for all of these you know yeah, quote unquote cartoon danger, man. characters. Yeah, like yeah. how did they do it? You know, and they have a a villain that's actually got comedic chops and you know, God, it was it's an amazing accomplishment. And the further we get from it, and the the more that we see that people are trying to hit those kinds of same uh, you know, fiscal heights with these with these uh, artistic ventures. You see that the Avengers is. I don't know if it'll I, like. It may be its own worst enemy. The Avengers two might not be able to do what the Avengers one did. You know, you
1: know what? I, I, I'm going to pay my twelve fifty because I want to see it try. Yeah, for sure. But yeah. you know, like Star I, Trek wasn't there. Star Trek wasn't there you know? for sure. It's, it's been kind of a bad summer so yeah. far yeah. for movies, and you know, this is this might be, this might be the sucker punch of the year for me. Because, oh, really? Yeah, I, just, my, like I could not have been more excited for this thing. Right. And the first half hour, I was all on board. And then I just felt it. I felt my mind wandering. I started thinking about how... We, we went to see it at the IMAX at Riverport. We I, The glasses were pinching <clears throat> my head. I started feeling hot. I started wondering when we could get out of there. I know we started <laughs> late. And then I'm just like, I, I should... I couldn't have cared less if Charlie Hunnam's character had gotten pulled out and eaten. Like I couldn't have cared less about any of these fucking people in this movie. Something went wrong here. Something went horribly wrong. And that's it. I saw Pacific Rim. It's over. It's behind me. I don't know, you guys go see it and let us know what you think.
0: Maybe. I mean, I want to see it again because I think there's enough Ugh, detail God. and enough amazing you know, energy in the, in the production. No and, way! And the,
1: it's a beautiful movie, Ugh. it's a beautiful piece of work. It's empty, it's heartless, it's soulless, it's got
0: but I don't nothing care about behind the, the artifice. Yeah, I don't care about the people, you know, and... Uh,
1: uh, Ron Perlman's fun. He is great in it, isn't he? He's great in everything, I think, though. I, Why I think doesn't he work more? He, Remember he him in Drive? Great in everything. Wasn't he in Drive? Uh, he's yes, scary he was right. great. He
0: yeah. is—he's pretty dependable for sure, but he's not great in everything. Part, partly because the movies he he chooses sometimes aren't great. Um, he's great as Conan's father, though. But he—he uh, he, he is great in this movie. He's got a real, you know, comedic zest. He's having fun. You know, and Charlie Day does a pretty good job. He and had
1: he, him as fun. He had lots of fun as Hellboy too. He was like, great that was, as that was the great thing about Hellboy yeah. was seeing Ron Perlman have fun. And you know what I like about him? I would like to see he's, a sequel to that. He's the only man on Earth, who looks more like a monkey than I do. So I love that. <laughs> <laughs> I love his monkeyness. I love his monkey qualities. He's a man and a monkey. He's half man, half monkey. He's a
0: man-key. So is it all on Elysium now to save the summer? Well, this
1: is the other thing that pisses me off. When we were talking about the trailer for Pacific Rim spoiling some of the fun of the movie. And they're yeah. doing that with Elysium too. I'm yeah. looking at this fucking trailer last night before yeah. Pacific Rim, and I'm like, that's the whole movie, guys. Yeah, I know. What happened to mystery? Tease me a little bit. They're well, called teasers. They're, I mean, it, they're the, not miniature versions of the whole averse, fucking movie.
0: huge public companies that are investing in IP we've never heard of before, they have, like, they, have, they can't trickle it out. they got to tell you everything, you know? I wanted to close unless my eyes. Unless it's J.J. J. Abrams and he can just put the, uh, you know, uh, like, uh, what was it? Secret 8, Super 8, unless it's... You know, you could just sort of reveal a
1: box. We've or played something. too many games and seen we, too many movies. We have what is so that many secret? <laughs> We're, <laughs> <in our heads. laughs> We're a million years old. But you so know what, what did he like have on the, the- box? What, what he had a teaser that was just.
0: Yeah, what a piece of crap that movie was, though. Yeah, it was bad. But, yeah, they didn't give us anything. The same, J.J. Abrams didn't really reveal anything in the Cloverfield stuff, but you have to have clout like that. It's either name clout on the director. Blomkamp doesn't have that yet. Maybe if this is a hit in his next one, he won't have to reveal everything. He
1: doesn't have to do anything after Destroy. But Pacific Rim,
0: uh, you know, they had to show that this is going to be as big as Transformers or as big as Godzilla. They had to show... They had to give you the money stuff. And it's too bad that they did, because I bet you we would have enjoyed this movie Probably. more. Because
1: you know? there are moments where you do, you know, like there is the part where he's got the ship, yeah. the, the, the Jaeger, the robot yeah. is dragging the ship around. And I've it's seen incredible. that already. I knew yeah. it was going to happen. And then, but the thing would, the ship seeing that in the trailer would be okay if they had topped that somehow. And yeah. they never do in the movie. That's... As that good is it, as it isn't gets. It? Yeah, it right, never yeah. gets more inventive than that. Yeah. And that's that's the thing I kept losing my patience with with this movie. It's just not that inventive. You got robots fighting fucking sea creatures. This should be wild. It's, this should just be. It
0: is pretty literal, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, you just fall into a building, reveals, you're splashing. Yeah, some of the secrets behind the kaiju. It's uh, it's not that
1: it's not that ambitious. And the Idris Elba character, he keeps telling people, he's just like, stand your ground, obey my order. Nobody listens to him. Everybody disobeys every single order out of yeah, that guy's it's mouth. true, right? It's like, th- th- you got to listen to Idris Elba. He knows yeah. what he's talking about. Yeah,
0: he does. He's, he's fucking, a badass. Yeah, he's, I would love him to be James Bond. I would he love would him to go flying out of this movie into a cooler movie. Yeah. Yeah. All right, well, it's all on Neil Blomkamp now. No pressure, buddy. At it least is. Him.
1: So listen, last weekend you went camping. Yeah. You weren't camping for long. No. You came back pretty quickly. Yes. Now I understand there was running water in your cabin. Yes, there was. But there were no showers. No, no showers. And so what if your butt got dirty? Then what?
0: Uh, Into the lake? Uh, yeah. But my butt was fine. Thanks for
1: asking. Sometimes it gets dirty, I know. <laughs> Sometimes you leave those shit ghosts in the bathroom down here in the basement. <laughs> but while you were away, you gave me a directive before you left, and that was to hook up this PC. That's right. That I've had for yeah. a million years so in my So this was my possession. like
0: your own camping adventure. I kept you camped out in your uh, I kept your, putting it off. Your office.
1: I did not want this to happen. Yeah. I knew that I would not be good at hooking up the PC. It is not my forte. I fight with PCs. Did you feel like Victor Frankenstein? <laughs> I, I did a little bit. When I plugged it in, there was an it's, it's alive, alive moment. It's alive <laughs> for sure. But I had it in my old place and i didn't want to hook it up cuz i was going to move and then i moved to my new place and i didn't want to hook it up cuz i was going to move i kept giving you excuses right yeah and you kept buying them I every did, step yeah, of the way. Yeah, and then yeah. you really reached the end of your patience and you said that's it hook up your pc we got to play some pc yeah, games that's right so i did i unboxed this thing i had my it's alive moment yeah i got it you should working should
0: have shot an, an unboxing video <laughs> from a 2010 uh, PC,
1: <laughs> pc yeah hp pc yeah <laughs> so i <laughs> I was thinking it would have made like a fun little short film watching me struggle with this thing because mostly it was me hunched over my laptop googling every fucking problem that came up and that's the kind of miraculous thing is when you do get an error message just google it see the way other people solve yes the world will help you the world will help you I don't know how people used to do things things before the internet yeah but uh, I did get this thing connected to my television Mm mm-hmm I did get it working. I had some issues with the size of the screen right out of the gate with the HDMI and and being incompatible with my TV. Yeah. It was way too big, so yeah. all the icons were bleeding off to the sides <laughs> and I was I was mousing around. So it was set to IMAX, was it? The, the the icon for the mouse was like the size of my fist. I'm just cruising it around the screen searching off screen for you the icon I'm looking for. You tried playing a game for. like that. That would have yeah. been amazing.
0: Like I don't know some some uh, you know. I don't know, Doom 3 or something and you have giant monsters. That would have been fun.
1: So anyway, I, g- I go and I finally figure out the solution I download the updates for the graphics drivers. Do I sound right. like I know what I'm talking about? Yeah, kind of. Okay, you sound just like Leo Laporte right now. I don't download- <laughs> I don't know how Leo sounds. I've never <laughs> seen that show uh, So I download the, the update for the graphics drivers boom snaps two immediately all yep. of a sudden It's everything's the right size and I'm cooking with gas right. now. so now I'm moving in the
0: right direction Now are you uh, a PC gaming guru and people can ask you for help?
1: Well, the funny thing is, I uh, like—I I, kind of like having it now. Awesome. I feel like I got a new console. I, 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 you know, I started downloading it, but I opened well, up the Steam account right This is what right you've been away. saying, right? All
0: these new consoles keep getting announced, and it's the year of uh, brand new machines. And you keep saying, "Well, PC is going to
1: win everything." And, and what? is that the voice I sound? PC is going to win.
0: Yeah, it's kind of mopey and, dick uh, and dickish. Yeah, Fuck I didn't want to say that. Huge dick. But, uh, no, but uh, you've been kind of touting that the PC's got a, a real shot here to become the uh, Putting the money where of. my
1: mouth is. For yes. me? I'm putting money where yeah. my mouth is. And so now I'm a but PC gamer.
0: It's not as easy as it, as it all feels, right? And well, and when you look at a PS4 or an Xbox 1, you know, 400 500 bucks is a lot of money, but I mean, that's a graphics card in a, in a great PC at, these days. Everything
1: you know? feels, every game I'm playing on, it feels like it could just collapse into ruin at any and second. that's the other thing. There's have lots have of stupid,
0: weird... You know, your uh, spyware and your uh, virus protection software blocking it needs, you and popping up every second to yes. remind you to...
1: You know do this and you know, do that subscribe like, for the next month it's, it's like being nagged by my ex-wife mm-hmm. is what it is working yeah. with this pc you, know, they should you, call. you need to you need to update this uh this uh, version of they microsoft should. castle but a- if you
0: should come out with the x5 ex-wife one the, or the, or the ex-husband the one.
1: ex-wife 500 yeah yeah <laughs> so I, I i got half-life 2 i bought that that was yeah. like nine dollars and then it went on a sale immediately on steam for two dollars yeah you know, like a, I fuck, I got fucked. I'm. Just, they're just like sitting there at Steam headquarters, like, oh, he bought it for nine dollars, two dollars. Fuck you. <laughs> so I bought it and I played it before on the 360. It is beautiful on my big screen TV in my living room. Coming through that I machine.
0: Play it with your Xbox three Xbox 360 controller. I plug in the controller. It
1: automatically works. Downs, downloads the drivers. All listen to me. Drivers. Just throwing these words around like Bright. this now, man. I am. I am fucking. I am. Keep, I am a veteran. Keep preaching, Leo. Let's let's hear it. I fought the good fight last weekend. And guess what? I'm so I was so proud by the f- time that Sunday rolled around and you were actually driving back from your camping trip, yeah, that I had this PC fully functioning Everything firing on all cylinders. I downloaded a whole bunch of games. I probably spent maybe fifty dollars, and I have a huge library and, of awesome games.
0: And the games look better than what the you know current Xbox generation of consoles, PS3, can deliver. Right yes. Now. Do you think
1: that the, the I can't even believe I'm asking you this because I sound. I'm, this is absolutely the kind of question I never ask. Yeah. Do you think that the visuals on the Xbox One? and the PlayStation 4 will be better than what we're seeing on our PCs.
0: Uh, I think on a top-of-the-line PC right now, which probably costs you around six or seven grand, all oh, told. Oh, Jesus. Uh, you're going to get better stuff than than what you're you're going to be able to get out of the Xbox One and the PS4, but it's going to be pretty close, so I think the deal for these machines is pretty phenomenal. And the other thing that you get out of these consoles, and it's why we've always been console gamers, uh, first, I think, and that's fair to say, is that you don't have to futz around. You know, it's, fun, it's fun to I futz, like this word, futz yeah. it's fun to kind of figure this out and feel like a superstar, but uh, you know, especially in our jobs when, when we have to consume this stuff and, and, and get the word out about stuff fairly quickly, it's certainly a lot easier to just pop a disc in or download a, a thing right to the hard drive I don't on a console. Be, I don't want to be works. a hobbyist. And that's yeah. where you
1: kind of have to be, even with Windows 7 and yep. all of the updates and everything. Like, you but kind of have to be into it. You kind of th- have to be Here's ready to speak the, the language.
0: It, like, Stephen Raju just reviewed Gunpoint, gave it great scores. That's coming up very soon. We just took a look at Rogue Legacy after Ben and Jose did. The indie development that's happening on the PC right now is... And
1: it's happening so
0: fast. Unbelievable. Yeah. And yeah. Steam is this un- incredible aggregator of all the. This fantastic content—it's a—it's a not just a, a store; it's like an ambassador to this great work. And there aren't barriers to entry, and it, the access is incredible. And now Sony is going to do what it can, and I'm sure Microsoft and Nintendo are going to have to follow suit to get a lot of this incredible stuff onto their machines. But right now, if you want to access some of the most inventive creativity in the video game industry, you you need a PC. And you need a a Steam account or an Origin account. You need to access it through or, you know, get onto the uh, 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 Congregate site. And you need to start checking out some of this very low-cost, you know... All imagination type software that's out there and gunpoint and rogue legacy are two of my favorite games right well, now.
1: well there are two games that we are talking about a lot around yeah. the office these days yeah. and i'm going to tease a little bit uh next week on reviews on the run it is our hardest game challenge week and so you're going to want to tune in for that we're going to be celebrating the most difficult video games of all time on the show awesome and one uh what we did is we each picked a hard game for one another, each team. So I picked a game for Vic, and Vic picked a game for me, and then we we challenged each other, and then we scored the games. Um, But your game was Rogue Legacy on the PC, a game I'd never heard of before. And it actually is from Cellar Door Games based in Toronto. And they made another game, believe it or not, called Don't Shit Your Pants, (laughs) which we reviewed on the show, (laughs) and which I think I, I gave... 102 out of a possible (laughs) 1 to 10 scale.
0: Yeah, so note to uh, potential game designers out there If you put the the word word shit shit into your title great score from Scott.
1: Yeah, so we're talking about rogue legacy If you haven't played this thing you definitely should pick it up. It's 15 bucks.
0: Yeah, it's steam right now it's an homage to gauntlet and ghouls and ghosts and and and, uh, and rogue type dungeon crawlers Castlevania and, and every great Thing and ever it's funny made. and, and, and it's terrific music Tur- and, and it's got turkey, turkey legs that you, you like eat turkey, for power ups, just like you know. in Castlevania. And who doesn't like turkey and who doesn't like to save turkey? Well, you don't eat turkey, like I, for I you, know. it would be, but with, I still like turkey. Like
1: a bell pepper should pop up and you uh, would eat that, absolutely. Salmon, a car- salmon should pop up, a, a, a piece of salmon. Yeah, Vic or, is vegetarian, um, well, uh, pescatarian,
0: uh, a carrot, uh, carrot juice, a glass of a glass carrot, of I carrot like, juice. I like carrots down
1: that, and you'll be able to. And the other game that you can't stop talking about is Towerfall.
0: Oh my god, I love that game. I just, it, it also makes me incredibly sad because, uh, you know, I, 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 I live in my little bubble with do my I, family. Do I need Kleenex for this part? No, but I, I you know, it, I don't have the gang of friends sitting on my sofa playing games. Two like more I years, used to
1: Ruby have. will be there with you. If,
0: yeah, pretty soon. But Towerfall might be old hat by then. But it, every time I play this game, I just I want revelry. I want to have a whole bunch of people around me to play it with, you know? And it just it's I, I I guess we have to institute game moments in the in the at the office, you know? I've got to bring everybody together. We just I mean that's the truth of how much work we do and how many episodes we have to put out there we don't really have time to as a group sit down and play through this stuff
1: don't we need uh, multiple OUYA controllers I guess we're gonna use a Bluetooth on the PS 3 yeah, we, we can just get a USB this hub. is an OUYA game yeah, it's yeah Ouya USB only. hub and we'd
0: all have PS3 controllers or for Xbox 360 sounds like a
1: nightmare to me be incredible I don't want to play Powerful. Come on it's super smash brothers I don't want to I,
0: I just want it's Matt Thorson I think is the the uh, creator of this thing I want him to do an online thing I know he doesn't want the lag he does he wants to keep it as as pure pristine and, and old-school right no, but I, I just wish he had an online thing I mean for what an asshole. there's so many of us out there come that are on just Matt. too busy that we can't get everybody together to play games you know and then, I feel like that time for people that have been playing games for a long time uh, a lot of us have shifted over into our busy lives, and we've gotten used to the comfort of having internet connections and being able to play against each other that way, you know? And, man, I would love to play against Ben and Jose and Steve and Raju and, and Sean and Marissa. It would be amazing to be able to do that, you know? But we cannot. So well, well, I'm sad.
1: listen, a couple quick things before yes. we wind down today's okay. show. Yep. Uh, we got a Twitter question specifically for the podcast. All right, all right. And uh, this is an easy one. This comes from Matt Shower. He's at Space Duck Thirty One. Okay, uh, I guess Thirty was taken. That's right, my yep, friend. yep. Question for the podcast: What do you and Vic think about GTA Five?
0: Oh man! Oh man! It's uh, intimidating that game. I just think of every other game maker on the on the planet. Watching that trailer and just like muttering fuck under their breath.
1: Fuck my life. Yeah. <laughs> like like seriously.
0: It's like No, you're right. You know, a, a this is exactly every, what happened. G- every genre is in that game. This
1: happened in nineteen ninety-six yeah. with Super Mario sixty-four. Yeah. That game came out. Yeah. And and it was a back to the drawing board moment right. for so many developers that they're yeah. like, Jesus Christ, we didn't even know video games could do this shit. Yeah. And that's how I feel when I see all of the coverage well, for Rockstar, Grand Theft Auto five. I mean they uh, yeah, you know, I've heard that they're an
0: incredibly difficult company to work for. They destroy people, and they rip they, out their
1: souls. And
0: they uh, are, you know, absolutely arduous and, and taskmasters, and they're trying to, you know, create something that is just going to, you know, change everything every single time, and they expect the world out of everybody. But holy shit, do they do that? You know, I mean, it, and it feels like all of the accomplishments with Red Dead Redemption and LA Noir and Max Payne 3 and Bully and Grand Theft Auto 4 have been leading to this, and if we're going to get a game that has mechanics as fun and effortless and fluid as Max Payne 3, uh, you know, roaming uh, and streaming kind of technology that we got out of Red Dead, you know, but amplified, uh, facial capture and animation and storytelling like we saw in L.A. Noir, all sort of combined in this, you know, multi-level split narrative, uh, you know, interesting character
1: populated experience
0: like this. I, I this this thing looks like an
1: unstoppable force of listen, nature, man. Listen, I can't wait it, to play it this. It is game. more than a video game. This is this yeah. is a bona fide pop culture moment. And yes. I'll tell you what, you know me. Yeah. You know me. I never get excited about anything. Well Pacific Rim, but that tore your heart out and ate it. This is why I don't get excited about it. Okay, anything. all right. I'm okay. never excited about anything. I'm excited for Grand Theft Auto Enough. 5. I feel like this this is going to be well, an experience. The one
0: thing you can say about Rockstar, they don't make bad games.
1: This is the funny thing though, yeah. you know, I was thinking back to our coverage of the shows that we shot in Los Angeles for E3. Yeah. We didn't talk about Grand Theft Auto V at all because Rockstar there. is never at E3. Well, they, they don't been. have any presence at all. <laughs> they used to be there and
0: what they would do is they would fence it they'd off. They put a
1: big fence and they put a bus in the middle of the fence. <laughs> and nobody and then, could
0: go in and see anything. And then maybe about you.
1: five game people could go in and look at it. Yeah. And but you never they never take appointments. They're so weird and mysterious and they're so self-confident. They've never played the game where they have to trot out versions, where they yeah. have to do demos. They're just like, listen, this is kind of how ID used to be back in the old days. Like, when it's done, it's done. You guys will get it uh, then, I, and no, it'll th- be great. Trust I think us. this
0: is the, the perfect analogy to the Super 8 you know, reveal and that name brand. You, know, you put Rockstar, or Grand Theft Auto, it's pre-sold, and they know it. You know? This is a company that is acutely aware of the power of their brand and their message, and their ability and uh, everything changed at that company after Grand Theft Auto 3. That company became a completely different organization in yes. the way that it uh, dealt with the public and the way that it dealt with messaging around its products and uh, it has worked for them unbelievably well. They don't need to play the game that every other publisher does every or, or any other entertainment Creator, creator does. But this you know? is what they they're do. In the, they're in the J.J. Abrams League. But, you know? but
1: this is what they do, though, and, and that is they deliver time and time again yes. great experiences yes. that they don't even feel the need to talk about because they're they are self confident. And they know that this is going to be a great experience There's for you. a lot of questions it's about this be, game, though. I think this game is going to be fine. I, you know, I think that they've had an uneven couple of years. L.A. Noir wasn't my favorite game. Right. I didn't love Max Payne 3, not, certainly not to the degree that you did. Yep. I felt like they were they were not their best. Pe- Red Dead Redemption, you can't argue with the fact so that that was huge. You were bored with that, though.
0: I mean, you got know, bored of it. I know, but still, I'm in awe of that game. Here, here's two things you can say about L.A. Noir and Max Payne 3. You can play two hours of either of those games, and you got the whole thing, you know? Red Dead, there was actually some dips and valleys and beautiful... Remember the
1: multiplayer in Red Dead? You and I had a great time It's with an that.
0: amazing game. Red Dead is it's the easily... most fun I had
1: with multiplayer in I my mean, life, probably. It,
0: it's a fight between Batman and Red Dead and Uncharted all the time for me on this uh, console generation. You know, these are... And Last of Us Now and a few others. But, uh, yeah, Red Dead is right up there. And, you know, I, I I've personally want to be a... a uh, a cowboy in the Red Dead universe more than I wanna be another scumbag bank robber that's shooting at cops in another Grand Theft Auto game, but if they deliver something that makes me feel it's for It's more complicated than that. I know, it is. But there's also always this... Smarter than that. It is smarter than that. And it's uh, it's grounded in, in gritty realism that, that evokes Scorsese and Francis Ford Coppola and the best that we've seen in other sort of... Brian De Palma, who you Brian invoked recently. Yeah, absolutely. It's nice that they do all of that. But at the same time, there is also this glorification of that, that universe that does... Start to wear on me after a a while. There's a
1: tongue and cheek quality. I mean, I think anything's going to wear on you after 30 hours or 40 hours or 50 hours. Or uh, eight games. Or eight games. You you know know what I'm saying? I I think that they've, they've walked that fine line between, you know, they've put the guy, they've had, you know, especially with going back to San Andreas. Yeah when you had a guy who was basically just a normal guy in a bad situation. I feel like they, they have a lot of different gears that they can choose from. There's totally. a lot of range that we've seen from that company and I think this is going to be kind of in the same way with Naughty Dog where we've seen them go on this journey where they've arrived as adults where they're making adults adult experiences well, Rockstar's for other adults. rockstar been doing that for
0: a long time. I mean, that, that's and, But why, I think
1: this is going to be on a whole new
0: level. I think so too. I can't wait to talk about it. I do have this sort I'm of excited. overriding sense though about media right now that we have reveled in uh, despicable acts and despicable characters for a long time, you know, and this dates back to Sopranos and Dexter and Breaking Bad and Walking Dead, and uh, there's just so much gloom and so many really insidious post-9/11 man. Pardon me? It's post 9-11. I guess so. we are just
1: shaking it off. It's only been, what, 12 years? I mean, we've
0: just gone so dark with some of this stuff. It's okay. We're going to bounce back. It wears on me, you know, because the most addictive stuff, even Mad Men, what a bunch of bastards those people are in that show.
1: I didn't watch this season.
0: You know, like, there's
1: some amazing work. What are you watching right now?
0: Uh, well, you got me hooked on Ray Donovan, which we're going <laughs> uh, to be having a review of pretty soon.
1: You're going to get unhooked from that.
0: And uh, I'm going to watch the last season of Dexter, and I did get Are into gonna the Are you going to go Americans. through the whole thing? Pardon me? You're going to go through Dexter? Uh, well, it's, I have to watch the last season. Why? I, there, you don't a have show to A show that I big. dig is uh, with Kerry Russell. It's called The Americans on FX. We've Heard only it's watched good, a yeah. few episodes. It's the spy show. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I I, I kind of dig it. you know. And uh, I I think this last season of Mad Men actually was really good, and... Uh, I'm looking forward to Breaking Bad wrapping up. I can't Uh, wait for that. You
1: know what? Coming up next week, we're going to see Red 2. Yes, and I think our homework should be to see Red One again because I don't really remember it, even we though we enjoyed it that. a lot. Yeah, not yeah, awesome. Then the week after that, the Wolverine.
0: I can't wait. That's uh, that's when I get back from uh, Comic Con.
1: And the week after that, Smurfs Two. Hey, I'm
0: I'm at Comic Con next week. What are we going to do for the podcast? I guess I'm skyping in again.
1: Uh, you could Skype in. Okay, Or you could do a little thing with Miri. Maybe you're going to be there with Miri. Maybe. You're going to be there with Brianna. Yeah, you're maybe. Gonna, who maybe, else are you going to see down
0: there? You maybe probably. I'll have uh, uh, Miri and Brianna, and we'll try to Skype it all in.
1: Or how about this? Why don't you meet up with some of your uh, comic booky friends, aren't you? Oh, you're doing a panel there.
0: I'm doing an amazing panel. Tell I me guess about I the can panel. say it. Yeah. I don't know if it's been announced officially, but I'm uh uh I'm doing the Batman Arkham Origins panel with uh, Eric Holmes and Troy the Baker who film. plays the Joker and uh, Jeff Johns who's one of the top bigwigs of DC Comics and uh Uh, I'm going to be moderating and uh, asking questions, and uh, I I forget the actor's name who's playing the new Batman, but I guess I'm going to know all of these guys pretty soon, and... and, uh, So Kevin Conroy is out. It's different people. He's too old. No, it's got nothing to do with that. This is supposed to be younger versions of the Batman and Joker, and they're emulating or, you know, sort of giving us an idea of these actors. Uh, at a younger voice level. Yeah. So that they, it's not that the actors, Mark Hamill or Kevin Conroy, oh, well, were listen, too old. They just wanted defend. a younger, a I younger tone. I understand. So I can't wait, man. I, I know. I, part of me is kind of... Uh, Troy
1: Baker, you should get his autograph.
0: Oh, I, I love that guy. He's incredible. But I'm... I'm uh,
1: I love Eric Holmes, too. If you guys don't know, Eric Holmes is, is the guy to go to in this industry for third-person fighting action. He, one oh, of the- for,
0: And for comic book frames... Enterprises. He well.
1: worked on uh, the Incredible Hulk: Ultimate Destruction, which yep. was made here in Vancouver. Yes. Radical
0: prototype. He did some stuff. One of
1: my favorite video games of all time. If you've never played that game, he was one of the principal guys. He's for written why that game's comic books great. as
0: well. He's a huge aficionado for this world. He, they, you know the. Uh,
1: I can't believe you are going to be spending time with. Him. I got to sit next to him once. He's uh, awesome. Once in a bathroom, he was in the stall next to me. Oh, really? Big deep sound coming down. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only kidding. Making it, it weird, weird at the end. No, yeah, I did Talking I did about air combs. So a, next week you're, you're away. away. You're gonna be away. Yeah. We'll have to figure it out. Yes. See, we, this is real. We do this in the raw. We really don't have a plan. We, we don't. We don't. Just, we'll figure it out though. We that. always do. We plan every minute here. We always
0: do. In Vic's basement. Thanks for listening, everybody. Don't forget to subscribe.
1: Stitcher, tell some people about it and uh, yeah, spread the word, man. We need some more listeners. Yeah, we will uh, before we, will... we do our pledge drive. Yeah. Just like <laughs> just like NPR, <laughs> we're gonna do a fucking pledge drive. Get some more people listening to this show. We'll
0: play some play some jazz on the way out here.
1: Oh, my battery died. I can't believe this piece of shit. Some old time jazz. It sounds like some on hold music. So long, everybody. See you next week. <laughs>